Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. Hello and welcome to Country Doctors Practice Blueprints Free Friday. Free Fridays. Uh, we have a we lot to it. go over today. We have we several. We had an amazing weekend. We here. had an amazing weekend. We have several announcements. We're going to save some of them for the end. We're going to start off. Um, we're going to start off by talking about what happened last weekend and what that was all about. So yeah. that if you want to take advantage of future ones, you can. And um, and we're also going to talk protocols in regards to lupus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's start off with what is this? Hey, Lisa. I think Lisa's going to join us for our next one. Um, so we do these practitioner weekends and um, kind of the big question is like, what are they all about anyways? Yeah. We, and by we, I mean him, are really big on hands-on testing or hands-on evaluation, right? And so that is one of the things we teach in Practice Blueprint. Um, but what I love about practitioner weekends is that it's like this combination of hands-on, like you get to actually get to um, do some hands-on practice. And you get to spend time in the classroom with yours truly, right? As far as kind of working on the business side of things and mm-hmm. um, what does setting up a system in your business really look like? Yep. How do you how do you make it affordable for your community but also profitable? How do you get clients? How do you retain clients? I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many things we cover in these, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, the, the mechanics and the dynamics, right? The how to do something, the why you're doing something. Um, to develop the competence along with the confidence mm-hmm. um, to have a major impact on your community. You know, I had a chance to, I interviewed Joseph Antel this morning, who's got over 50 years in our industry, right? He started, his, his career started in 1972. The, the lady that hired him for standard process was Dr. Lee's wife. Oh, wow. She was the one that hired him, right? I mean, so there's such an amazing, yeah. such an amazing history there. And, and what I was reminded of is, that practitioner weekends, when we come together, sometimes we think that the things that we're going through are, are new, right? And it's really not, which we're, we're revisiting history. Mm-hmm. We're revisiting the things that have been around for literally like hundreds of years in clinical practice that it's, and it's, so it's great to like connect with somebody who's got like yeah. history back when my dad first right. started, you right. know, looking into this stuff. So, yeah. so we get to bring all those experiences and the wisdom and you know the stories together yeah. uh, for practitioner weekend and people that are new they're just getting started maybe they haven't even started their practice yet mm-hmm. can plug into and become very excited about the fact that they're not this isolated piece out there 
you know, an island under themselves, but that we are a connected whole group of people yes. across the country and around the globe that are doing this kind of work, regardless of the modality, yeah. um, you know, and these weekends position people to really move at any pace that they want with some level of confidence yeah. and competence and, and moving forward in a way that, uh, it's really dynamic for them. And we learn a bunch too. We do. We always, we always I always learn every yeah, single one. We learn I, one so of the much. things I also love about it is getting to be in a room full of like minded individuals. And we got a lot of feedback from this people, yeah. you know, from others as well, because sometimes other people in our lives may not be on the same journey that we're on. True. Um, they not they may not be in love with natural health the way that we are. And so getting to be around other individuals that are in love mm-hmm. with it, they get it. You're not having to try and convince them of anything. They already see yeah. it and get it. And getting to all be together. Yeah. And lift each other. Everybody leaves so, you know, yeah. feeling like, yes, we can take on the world, yeah. right? Yeah. And so that's what I love about it. Yeah. Um, but also, I learn it every single time. Yep. We always get exposed to something Everybody new. gets to. They bring new challenges, bring opportunities. I and mean, we had a, we had different dynamics, right? We had a mom and a daughter team mm-hmm. who already have two offices that are like they're they're consolidating and maybe into one. And she's, yeah. mom's going to be the admin and... The daughter's the chiropractor. So, you know, and so we help with kind of what does that dynamic look like and how can you save yourself a lot of time, Mm -hmm. a lot of frustration, understanding the different responsibilities, the different roles that people play in in the clinics, the front office versus back office. Do you have the right forms in place, which save a lot of time and money, Mm -hmm. uh, educating your clients and positions your clients to educate the community on you? I mean, there's, there's so many variables and so many factors that we try to be aware of and help yeah. people be aware of when they're... We meet everybody where they're at. Yep. yep. But we That's also have people too. walking in that don't have a business yet, and they're trying to figure out how to piece that together for yep. themselves. Yep. Um, maybe you can share just a little bit. I know we love what the schools do, what the schools teach, yeah. but maybe share a little bit about the difference between what you're going to learn in a in a school or online program versus what you're going to learn doing, you know, kind of working with us in one of ours. Yeah, I mean, the term practical experience comes to play, right? I mean, yeah. there's, there's, and don't get me wrong, I, I know some of the instructors, I know these the schools that are out there that people are, are going to and they're spending, you know, a lot of money yeah. to learn a specific modality or a philosophy on how to deliver really good quality care to their community, whether it be in herbology or as a naturopath or a nutritional counselor, whatever that might be. And that's all well and good. The challenge is, is that none of these schools... Um, have, or if they do have, it's very limited, mm-hmm. like a business course. Here, read this book and give us a business plan. And, mm-hmm. and so that's, I mean, when you, when you're dealing with a time when we have so much access to so much experience and so much success and so many different paths to getting there, mm-hmm. and yet like 80 or 90% of businesses are still failing. What's up with that? I mean, why is yeah. why are we still having such miserable success rates for practitioners who might be wonderful healers, but they never knew, were taught and never developed the skill set to take that wonderful healing ability yeah. and translate it into a, an actual working business model in their community? And there's some you know people they they rent a little space, they hang out a, a shingle, right, and they're gonna beat my door down to come and find out about how to get healthy naturally and. No, they're not. (laughs) I kind of want to talk about business plans for just a moment. Because I've seen a lot in several different industries. It's really 
I don't know that easy is the right word, but I could swing a business plan out in a weekend, right? It's it's almost like the easy part of it is putting the business plan together. But mm-hmm. will what works on paper work in actual practice isn't yeah. always necessarily the same thing. Yeah. And so I think it's important to share that because I've seen a lot of businesses have business plans that um, they end up doing something completely different because that wasn't going to, but on paper, it looked really good and organized and like that's going to be, you know. And yeah. I think this is a part of why 70% of businesses fail unfortunately is because on paper it can look really really good in practice it's totally it's it's different right and so um one thing we do in the mentorship is there's an entire day dedicated to a strategy session and one of the questions i get asked a lot is like oh is that when we really like fine-tune our business plan and the answer is yes but it's really more of a plan of action, right? It's really more of yeah. a, what are you going to do when you get home? What does week one look like? What does week two look like? What does week three look like? What yeah. is the bridge between where you are and where you want to be? Yep. Because because just putting, right? And so, um, yeah. And it's so execution. it's more of a, I like to think of it more as a plan of action versus a business plan because a business plan doesn't always have a plan of action. Yeah. It doesn't, unfortunately. Yeah. What we really want to announce, um, do you have anything else you want to share on? Well, I just think that, you know, it's it's one of the things that we talked about, you know, this weekend, which was, um, you know, making sure that you have not, you know, it's it's one thing to plan the work, but you got to work the plan, right? And if, you're not, too, yeah. if you're not yeah, executing, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're not, you know, putting forth the effort. I mean, I had one person come and they looked at me and they said that, well, they wanted a million dollar a year practice. And when we got to looking at what it was going to take. Mm-hmm. To generate a, a you know that kind of revenue mm-hmm. um, in clinical practice, uh, cash practice by the way, no insurance mm-hmm. um, revenues and everything like that. Like we break down here's realistically this is what, what you have this to do. is going to based look on our like. experience. This yeah. is what that would look like, and people are like, mm, I don't know if I want to work that hard. <laughs> How about, what does it take to have a two hundred thousand dollar year clinic? Right, you know, it's like, oh okay, well that's like falling off a log working two days a week. So and, and we can like map the numbers to that. Right. So, you know, one of the things that also these business plans and the Small Business Administration, you and I had experience up in a, one of our towns up north of here. And, you know, the, de- the development uh, incubators, those those kind of places, uh, they're great, man. They mean, they mean so much. They mean well, right? They really mean well. And I know a lot of people have gotten their starts there. And they're still in bed and they're doing great. Nothing so wrong they, with that, yeah. Nothing wrong at all. But when I was attending an open house at one of those... Um, one of the people that ran, uh, the incubator wa- made the comment, well, we're going to find this person alone. We're going to find them a funding. grant funding. And I'm to like, get their business going, but they you- had everything they needed to do their business. Yeah. Why don't you find them customers? <laughs> right. That's what my, my question was. It's like, I think you know, that's pretty money is not important. Said. Let's focus. Let's take that energy and find yeah. clients. Let's focus on developing yeah. an actual clientele mm-hmm. and the money will follow, right? Yeah. The, the, the resources will follow when you provide value to your community, when you give them, when you position them to really experience uh, success in their health. Mm-hmm. Um, the byproduct of that is, oh, the resources follow. It always does. Um, unless you're just working for free and Client, not yeah. charging anybody anything. I Clients mean, don't automatically follow unnecessary debt. 
Mm-mm. That's a good way to, you know what I mean? Like no. sometimes there's this this kind of myth it. in our society of like you got to spend money to make money. Yeah. But successful businesses don't always follow unnecessary debt. No, they don't. And so that's like I know you're really big on that. Don't take yeah. on debt if it, you know. The if you spend money to make all. money thing doesn't really make compute with me. It's like find clients and be rewarded for good products and services and, and results, yeah. and then you have money to spend, yeah. right? Um, uh, to to do what you need to do. So I don't know. It's just a different mindset, but it's one that we've been trying to employ since. For me personally, you know, I learned a lot of this stuff back in the '80s, but then bringing it together in a clinical setting mm-hmm. for an extended period of time since 2001 for me, you know, in the clinic. Um, 19 years. This year will be 19 years. November will be 19 years, and. For you. And For the me. Cli- and the clinic's 22. Yeah. The clinic will be 22. Is, is not, so um, cool. June of this year, next month, actually. Yeah. Um, how about putting your membership on a credit card? <laughs> great question, Sky. It's a great question, as long as we already have an out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a real fan of credit cards either, I'll tell you. Ugh. Once you learn how not to, to have a compounding interest working against you and figure out ways to have it work for you, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So. We do offer payment plans. Yeah. So that's always an option yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and we want to announce that we are because we got an additional we, class. We're going to do an additional class. Yes. Um, what we do in our practitioner weekends is we kind of divide everybody up into groups. That way we can meet everybody where they're at, right? So that a beginner doesn't, you know, be in a group with somebody who's already gone through our program and is two years in and really needs like next, next, next level training. Yeah. Um, so that they're not lost in what is happening. And right. then the same thing is, is that person that needs the next, next, next level training isn't bored trying to catch up the person next to them, right? Mm-hmm. And so so we're, we work really hard to try and um, kind of separate everybody out and try and meet them where they're at in that moment. We've had so many people that want to come try it for, you know, the yeah. first time. We're going to do a special beginner series in August. Yep. Because our September training is almost full. Yep. Which September is super is exciting since, it's, off the table, since yeah. it's the beginning of May. Um, and so what we're going to do is August 21st and 22nd, we're also going to have a special guest. Um, join us. So we're going to keep that a surprise or see if we can keep it a surprise. Does this person know they're doing this? Yes. It's not a surprise to them. No. Okay, Uh-oh. good. Try to reconnect. Oh, no. Well, there you go. Try Technology for you. There you so, go. yes, August 21st and 22nd. Okay. Um, we, we're going to have, we're going to have fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So if you're interested in getting on that list, get with me. Um, cause I think that is probably going to fill up very fast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you are looking to be in the advanced training, um, in September, which we're going to have a beginner group there too, but yep. we only have so many spots. So that's where it gets kind of tough. But if you're interested in joining either one of those, make sure you touch base with me, um, sooner rather than later so I can save a spot for you. We're super excited. It's going to be gonna awesome. It's going to be great, you know, having an they extra just get weekend. Better and better. Yeah, yeah, they really do. And the, the demand is growing. And that's why, you know, we can have X number of people here comfortably <laughs> um, because this is an actual clinic. It's not a school. Right. It's not set up with, you know, right. 20 chairs comfortably in a classroom right. uh, and set up for classroom learning. It's set up for hands-on in an exam room right. type learning. And that's what we... That's, We're not filling 100 people in a room. Yeah. Yeah. We are... Um, 
you know, we're always anywhere between 10 and 20 and then usually broken down into groups of like five. Yep. So you get a lot of attention, um, which is awesome. So let me know if you're interested in joining either one of those. We're looking at August 21st and 22nd and then um, September 25th, 26th are the kind of two weekends that we have our next big events coming. So super excited about those. Um, a lot to talk about today, so let's yes, dive into, let's dive in. um, we have another special announcement that we'll save for the end, <clears throat> but we want to talk about protocols for lupus. If yeah. you aren't tuned into our clinic Facebook page, it's the Facebook, um, under Facebook, Country Doctor Nutritional Center. My voice is going in and out today. Do you have water? <laughs> Not with me, but... <laughs> And sorry, Sky. I know you asked yesterday. We have a special wholesale group, and Marco Polo, and she asked for alternatives on coffee. Yeah. I, for and anyone that knows me, is like I'm a coffee addict. So for me, I'm like obviously you would pl- you would replace coffee for coffee. So, yeah. um, my apologies. Medium I could not be more. For dark roast. Yeah, I could not be more helpful on that. I make my coffee in different ways. Like sometimes I put honey in it. Sometimes it's almond milk. Yeah. Sometimes it's a cold brew, but. Um, I do drink a lot of water too. Yeah, I know you do. So if you don't tune into our clinic page, check that out because we covered lupus, but more from the client side of it, of like what the client needs to be aware of and changes the client needs to make. Now we kind of want to cover it more from the practitioner side of how do you support that client? First and foremost being food logs. I don't think I, we talk about it every week and I still don't feel like it's, um, it's enough. Coffee is the staff of life. Yes, thank you. Sarah See, gets Sarah me. Sarah knows. She gets um, it. There are alternatives to coffee. I should share that real quick. Tea is obviously a good one. Water <laughs> is ideal. Um, matcha, I think a lot of people like. There's, Herba mate. Yeah, is that how you say it? Herba mate, yeah. Um, and so there are other options. I just don't think people like me as much if I don't drink coffee. We always make sure and have a plethora supply of coffee at the clinic. And then we get out of this one's way. We kind of see parts the waters heading for the Keurig. So. Oh, that's funny. Um, so okay, lupus. let's talk about the lupus protocol. So first and foremost, food logs. Yes. They need to, they absolutely have to eliminate diet soda. Um, the chemicals yeah. in that... And that, I mean, that contributes to so many, that has been linked to so many other things as well. Mm -hmm. Um, MS and some other very, very strong mm -hmm. autoimmune uh, responses, Mm -hmm. um, degenerative type illnesses. Um, Mm -hmm. There's there's, uh, blood work that they can do for the uh, P455, I think it's called, or P452 Mm -hmm. antibody that is also uh, very common with uh, rheumatoid arthritic cases. Um, you can bet that here's the challenge with lupus, at least my experience. Mm -hmm. When you get a case that is advanced to the point where they're told, um, from a diagnostic standpoint, you have lupus, there has been several years, Mm -hmm. usually of, um, malnutrition taking place, several years of systemic inflammation. And the disease process, the imbalance process, if you will, has been manifesting in that person for a long period of time. It's kind of like when you look at blood work on somebody mm. and their markers are all screwed up. Yeah. That is like, that's not the train engine of the train. That's the caboose. There's been a lot of stuff take place 
already in this person's life. Mm-hmm. And and the, the biggest challenge that we as practitioners face, one of the biggest challenges, is helping clients connect the dots that when they had chicken pox at seven and then they had mono at 14 and then they had all these at 22 and they were diagnosed at 28 with PCOS and then and this that it's all connected it is all connected every single thing uh, that we have been told or suggested by practitioners healthcare providers that we have or are dealing with is all connected there is no such thing as an isolated case um, in terms of the the different systems in the body mm-hmm. presenting there's only three systems that if we can master these three systems we are going to crack 90 to 95% of the cases uh, that other people aren't cracking, right? And that they've been different places. You got to make sure the endocrine system's right, digestion's right, and cardiovascular is right. That triad of health mm-hmm. has to be on point. Mm-hmm. And when you have somebody that's got a, a severe endocrine problem, primarily centered around the spleen mm. um, with lupus, and they're told they have lupus because we don't diagnose um, disease. We don't even treat disease. What we right. do is... We identify these, the, how, it, how did this person position themselves mm-hmm. to become ill? And we have to look at the status of the autonomic nervous system, the sympathetic, yeah. parasympathetic expression. You have to look at can they heal and heal properly. With kinesiology, you have to determine are they blocked or switched? Will they respond predictably to the right therapeutic agent? Are we identifying metals, yeah. chemicals, foods, scars, immune system, weakness? The expression of the immune system is not that you have a virus. It's the immune system saying, I'm too, I'm, I'm too beat down. I'm too malnourished. I'm too stressed. I'm too, uh, dysfunctional to what's rise keeping, to the occasion. Yeah. What's keeping the body from getting in that healing tone? Exactly. That's what you're getting yeah. at. Yeah. So that's, that's the collaboration that we work on, you know, and I, I heard something recently that was just fascinating. And I really appreciate it. I think it was from Joseph actually. Mm-hmm. Um, with his journey in, 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 um, overcoming cancer. Mm-hmm. and restoring his body back to health from 2007. And it was a two-year journey. Mm-hmm. And in fact, May 22nd, um, he and I are going to do a segment on Total Wellness Radio dedicated just to his journey with cancer. Very cool. We're going to capture his oh. experience and what he went through. Yeah. But one of the first things, one of the things he mentioned, yeah, I did get this from Joseph. He mentioned that he, he interviewed three oncologists, right? And the third one was the one that got his attention. And one of the first questions the guy asked him was, are you afraid of cancer? And the, before he answered, he says, well, why would you ask me that question? And he said, because if you're afraid of something, that means I have to do something. But if you're not afraid of it, that means we get to explore how to get you well together. And that's what he told him. As an oncologist, wow. he was trained in Italy. Wow. Yeah, super cool guy. And he's in Fort Collins, Colorado, 45 minutes from here. Um, so that's amazing. So that's, you know, again, it always goes back to you. What you hear us say on these weekends, it's the communication pattern, get your communication patterns, right. And everything else will follow. And when you have, and we talked about how to help clients overcome a fear-based mindset. That was one of the focuses on our classroom topics about how to communicate with them in a way and, and, uh, and get them out of that and realizing that regardless of when they come to you, they're full of fear. Just know that going in, and and yeah. and if they're afraid of getting well, or if they're afraid of what this illness might do to them, or if they're afraid, if they're running on fear and not faith, 
because the two can't occupy the same space at the same time. If they're running on fear, then you as a practitioner, part of your job is to get them out of fear and get them into a hopeful, uh, fear-driven, uh, faith-driven, you know, position rather than a fear-driven one. And it might they have take to believe you. they can get well. Yeah, thirty yeah. percent of feeling better is that I think I'm going to feel better. Yeah, <laughs> that's thirty percent. So love it. Lupus is a very challenging, very multifaceted um, expression of the immune system, yeah. the gut, inflammation, cardiovascular with circulatory. There's a lot going on. There's there's um, there's a potential for metal and chemical poisoning mm-hmm. uh, listening in the body, and so we have to. Be in a position to help identify all those things and identify them in the right order so that when we peel away these layers, the person's good, they're going to do this. They're going to feel better, but a little bit worse. Then they feel way better than a little bit, and they go way better. Mm-hmm. And they start restoring their health mm-hmm. in, the exact, in the exact reverse flow of how they lost it. Mm-hmm. We heal from the top down, from the inside out. And one of the most important things that people need healed in this country is their thoughts, their minds. They can have inflammatory thoughts, not just inflammatory tissue. You can have inflammatory thoughts, um, fear, right? Sadness, shame, guilt, right? Uh, resentment, right? Anger. Those are inflammatory thoughts, and those things have energy too. And that's part of the picture. That's why these old-time practitioners used to say, "We heal from the top down and from the inside out." That's how we heal. And the first thing you, as practitioners, have to give people, especially with lupus or rheumatoid arthritis, mm. these really debilitating. Like they're full of fear and you have to get their mind right. You have to get their mindset right on how they're going to attack this over the next three to six months to get stable and one to three years to get well. So That's great. I know I had someone say to me, a practitioner before I came here, right, that said to me, and this always stays with me, is I can work on you or I can work with you. Yeah. Which would you prefer? Yeah. And he was just very, and I really appreciated that, um, very upfront in that we can do this together and work yeah. really work on restoring your health. Yeah. Or I can work on you every week to make you feel a little bit better so that you can just manage your chaos, yeah. right? Yeah. And so um, that always kind of stayed with me too. And so it's figuring out, I know that is like one of the biggest things people learn in the mentorship program that they didn't even know they needed was how to effectively communicate with their clients. Um, and I also just want to say when we talk about protocols or, oh, you know, if somebody comes in with lupus, this is a potential product we would recommend. We're not diagnosing them right. and we're not treating lupus. What we're sharing is that what we found from clinical experience is that these are products that have been found to be helpful in cases like this. So Mm -hmm. therefore, you should test it, right? Yeah. With the client and see. Yep. And then Um, see how they respond. One of the things that really positions a client to stay with you long enough to get the results they're looking for mm -hmm. is a lot of people are of that mindset that, well, Dan gave me this thing and it didn't work for me. Right. And my clients don't do that anymore. They used to 20 years ago, but they don't get away with that kind of stuff anymore. Why? Because we've learned how to communicate better. Right. When we give you something from the standpoint of uh, a food recommendation, mm-hmm. uh, nutritional support, whole food concentrates, herbs, whatever, mm-hmm. um, homeopathics, nutraceuticals, whatever we're you using based on the evaluation, we're doing things to give the body the ability to restore, rebuild, and repair its own function. Mm-hmm. It supports normal function. So what we're doing is seeing how does your body respond to that approach. Now, knowing that that approach might have to be adjusted, modified, 
changed over time as the needs change. Okay? Mm. And so when you position people to understand it, then they, they can't say, well, that, that probiotic did this to me. It's like, no, your body responded that way to it. Let's find out why. Right? Don't you want to know why? I mean, isn't that exciting to know why? Why is it that we give one person, uh, five people a probiotic, and one of them gets way worse, not better? Why is that? Right? Well, let's find out. Because it's not what the product did to them. It's what how they responded to it. Mm-hmm. You're, doing, you're running a cleansing and nourishing program on, on, online now with 80 plus different people right now. And, and the feedback is phenomenal. It's amazing. Yeah. Right, it is. it's the same product, and it's, it's yet the feedback and response. It's not is, the product; it's that the product brought on display what was already going on internally. Yep. Now that we're going to work on what was yep. already there, it brings some things to the surface mm-hmm. that were already there. Yep, they just weren't being addressed, yep. and so it's kind of like like we get we get comfortable with our pain, mm-hmm. right? Well, or that- we get, or we just are. Maybe pain wasn't the right word, but we get comfortable with the, bear, with the way our body feels. People are so trained to think that if I have a symptom and I take this thing and the symptom goes away, I'm well. Yeah. When they come to us as natural health practitioners, we're using herbs and, and herbal, you know, whole foods and things of that nature and concentrates. Yeah. And they do those and they get seemingly, they think the symptoms are worse, not better. They blame That them. did this to me and I'm not getting, and that's part of. But they've never been educated that the part of the healing process mm-hmm. is that you might feel a little worse before you feel way better longer than anything else. And we're not using substances that we're looking at you and saying you gotta use you gotta take this forever. You gotta be in this immune system right. support forever. You gotta be on this type of cleanse forever. You gotta be it's like no, we're positioning the body to get what it's missing from food mm-hmm. that's not in the diets today, mm-hmm. that's overwhelmed with stress. Mm-hmm. That is malnourished, mm-hmm. causing inflammation, and then dysfunction. Okay, and that's the process. That is how we get in those positions, and we have to reverse that. Mm-hmm. And when they understand that, it makes sense. You know, you get people that week one, week two, little iffy, but by week five and six, they're like already seeing that shift. That being a different person, mm-hmm. it's fun to see that happen every time, mm-hmm. and you can see that happen even with what would seem to modern medicine to be a very debilitating situation with lupus. Yeah. Rheumatoid arthritis. And heavy, Epstein-Barr virus. Heavy metal cleanse is yep. part of the lupus recommendations to mm-hmm. um, to test on them. Yeah. Endocrine. Yep. HP endocrine, which is something you brought up as well. Got to make sure that endocrine system mm-hmm. um, is... And part of endocrine will also help uh, cardiovascular mm-hmm. because of the... Uh, and the adrenals, the which help you detox, right? Yeah, you can't detox properly from a metal or chemical exposure if the adrenals are crashing. Mm-hmm. You have to support the good adrenal function in order for the body to properly detoxify. And then BFNC. Bone, flesh, and cartilage. Yeah, we have to use calming agents that are really going to support uh, normal function for anti-inflammatories in the body Yeah. Uh, to to be uh, produced. You have to um, you know get those those plant source minerals are really bioavailable to have calming effect mm-hmm. on the nervous system, but also provides the raw materials for the matrix of connective tissue to restore, rebuild, and repair. That's what that's what the body can't restore any other way. Mm-hmm. There's never been a drug developed that has the, the re- genuine replacement parts mm-hmm. that the body can use mm-hmm. to restore, rebuild, and repair. That has to come from food. 
There's no That's other. That's why we love it. herbals too, because yeah. they can cleanse and nourish at the same time. Medicinal and nutritional. It's amazing. What Lee, what uh, Christopher used to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's both. Okay. Cool. Should we share our big announcement? It's my version of a drum. <laughs> so um, we are releasing a new product called Relieve Plus. Super exciting. Yes. We took the Relieve. If you are familiar with HP Relieve, it is kind of like a natural aspirin or mm -hmm. a Got white natural, willow. Yep. Yeah, for um, painkiller. Um, so love this. So we basically took it, kind of enhanced the formula. We're always took it a looking a little bit further. We're always looking for ways to improve. And yep. so if you ever have suggestions, um, whether it be a product suggestion mm -hmm. or um, you know, our lives, you have certain topics you want us to cover or sure. recommendations on how we can improve. Um, you know, we did the same thing with practitioner weekend. We yep. asked them all to let us know how can we make these better. That's how we make them better every single time. Mm -hmm. So we're always looking to make things better. We're always open to your suggestions. Questions. And next week, your buy for get one free special is Relief Plus. Yep. So that's even more exciting. Yep. And for those of you who are part of our Marco Polo wholesale group, we yeah. I will be giving you a detailed video on that um, that uh, will be out on Monday as well. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. And then last thing I just want to share is we have a Zoom protocol Q&A this afternoon. We have a couple of... Um, we got some intense We have some questions. fun stuff we're going to cover, some challenging cases. Super excited for that. So make sure you join yep. us. Um, we're going to post the Zoom link in that event right after that. It's going to be 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time uh, this afternoon. So just in a couple of hours here, we look forward to seeing you. Mm -hmm. And um, we thank you so much um, we thank you so much for joining us. Yes, absolutely. We go live every Friday for uh, Free Fridays at about 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Have an awesome day. And tune into Practice Blueprint. And tune into the Practice Blueprint podcast. podcast. Take care, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, Check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's countrydoctorwholesale.com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So again, thank you for tuning in and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.